What up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brian Janu Show, Wrestling Life. As you know, I am Brian Janu, and like always, are all podcast platforms that we're Brian Janu Show, social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook, Brian Janu Show, of course, of course, of course, of course, YouTube channels where you catch this visual of this episode. Go there, subscribe, like, uh, comment. I do comment back, man. Um, hope you guys have been enjoying y'all weekend. Let's get into it. So NXT Vengeance Day just went off the air, and this is my first NXT uh, <clears throat> rate and review show I've done ever. So that pay-per-view was amazing. A lot of, a lot of amazing matches. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I got like five five-star matches. That like, what, five matches on the card, and like maybe one of them was kind of like a little iffy, and even that was still good. Indecent. Um, I just want to point out, uh, I will never trust WWE, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels with this trademark logo at the end of the motherfucking pay-per-views. I will never trust them ever again. They did that shit to me once when DIY broke up. I will never trust them again because Carmelo Hayes just snake trick Williams. I, oh, you son of a bitch. Like, oh, my God, he got him. Like, oh, my God. They got what they wanted. They got his ass heat like a motherfucker. But I would get into that, of course, in that match, which was fantastic, um, in a minute. But, of course, I got to talk about the main roster and what has <laughs> what has triggered a 48-hour complete – a complete and utter – Tragedy for WWE. There's this old saying. All press is good press. Not right now. (laughs) That is not the case. For what has transpired. Since Friday Night Smackdown went off the air. If you don't know. If you're a wrestling fan. If you don't know. Which would be damn near impossible not to know. That is the fact that Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble for the second consecutive year, came out on his Friday Night SmackDown, and told Roman Reigns that I'm coming for you. I'm coming for your title. I'm coming for everything you have. Now, there's been multiple responses from entire wrestling community, every single person, fans, casual fans, hardcore fans, dead, grew up in the Attitude Era fans, grew up in this era of fans. Everybody has an opinion. And my opinion here, and I know nobody probably watches this shit, but I just want to say this, man. This is how I feel about this whole situation. I have been on record since last fucking year. I have said this verbatim. Roman Reigns and Iraq only work if Roman Reigns has already lost the title. Which brings me to last year's WrestleMania. Not only does Cody not beat Roman. 
you wait a whole year. You make Brock Lesnar attack Cody Rhodes, which, by the way, now, we will never know why he attacked Cody Rhodes because now Brock Lesnar is completely wiped away from the goddamn company. So we will never know why Brock Lesnar attacked Cody Rhodes. Ever. Which makes it even stupider that that was the next rivalry you put him in with no explanation. We're never going to know why he attacked Cody Rhodes because Brock Lesnar is now getting a race from WWE. And you just made that rivalry now look even stupider in fucking hindsight. It's just so dumb now. You move a piece away from Roman and Jey Uso. You bring him to front to Raw. Cody Rhodes himself, personally, brings him to Raw. Which is supposed to be this mind piece. This is supposed to be this, this mind games now. Not only do I get your cousin, I get your former right-hand man, the man that you entrusted in probably more than anybody in the bloodline. I take him away from you and put him on Raw. And not only do I put him on Raw, we win tag team championships. We come to smack now. Me and you have this iconic face-off. And then all of this has gone to one situation. This is why I said last year, Cody needed to beat Roman. But more importantly, The Rock needed to fight Roman last year. Everybody from the moment that this match was announced exploded. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't announced. So that's the saving grace of this. Technically, it wasn't announced. Even though they immediately put up the press and everything, press conference, and all that bullshit, whatever. Like I said, I've seen everybody have scenarios, reasons for why it happened. But The Rock coming out on Friday Night SmackDown. And Cody literally looking like he looked. You can tell when he was on the bus because they put the camera on him in, on Friday night when he was out on the bus with his dog. You can tell when he was walking backstage that he knew the camera was on, so he had to try to play like, uh, like I'm happy about this. He goes to the ring. He just says everything correctly. It then says, I'm not fighting you at WrestleMania. Here's the problem that all fans are having with this, this situation. Nobody has ever said, well, I've been very vocal and said, I don't want Roman and The Rock. I don't give a fuck about this match. You've been should have done it. The fact of the matter is this match would have worked so much better last year, which brings me back to, I'm going to get to that. But the problem with this match, <clears throat> but get into this. Cody then goes to Friday night and literally says, I'm coming for everything you have, but I just am not taking the opportunity to do it at WrestleMania again. I'm not going to fight you at WrestleMania again. And then The Rock comes out. And the dejected look on this man's face, like the fucking air got light out the balloon, man. Like he just... You killed three pay-per-views in one segment. 
you kill three pay-per-views in one segment. You kill the Royal Rumble, which people were already mad at it because it was predictable. You killed the Elimination Chamber because now, what the fuck is it for? Clearly, Cody's going to probably fight Seth. So what the fuck was it for? What the? You have promised these people in Australia an actual pay-per-view. And the moment you get this opportunity, you kill the entire fucking pay-per-view. The only two matches that will probably be announced, three matches, that I really know is they already announced that Judgment Day is going to fight for the tag team titles. They're putting that titles on the line at uh, at Elimination Chamber. Rhea's going to probably fight Nia Jax. And then you're going to have the women's, the women's World Heavyweight Championship Elimination Chamber match. So that's three matches right there. I'm assuming Logan Paul is going to fight Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship. But you killed the Elimination Chamber for the men because now you don't have no Seth Rollins because Seth is not fighting anytime soon until WrestleMania rolls around because he's still dealing with the knee. So you're not having Seth Rollins there. Roman is probably not going to work Elimination Chamber. It will be surprising if he does, but I don't think he will. And you don't have Cody, which Cody can go there. Who the fuck is he fighting? If he's not fighting Roman and he's not fighting Seth, you what? You gonna put him in the Elimination Chamber? He's already got the fucking Raw Rumble. Why the fuck would you put him in the Elimination Chamber? So you killed the Elimination Chamber. So how the fuck is Australia about to feel about this shit? Because now they didn't pay y'all this money, invested all of this energy into you motherfuckers, and then five seconds later, you killed their whole pay-per-view. You killed the whole concept of the fucking Elimination Chamber in one segment. And then the third pay-per-view, you absolutely destroyed. You killed four pay-per-views, really. You killed this WrestleMania and next year's WrestleMania. This has been my whole problem with The Rock and Roman. The bloodline storyline has got to be on a complete and utter dire spot. Roman's got to be on a complete and utter dire spot. He got to lose. Which brings me to last year. Rock goes on a Pat McAfee show and says, me and Roman were supposed to fight at WrestleMania last year, but he said I was tired, I wasn't in ring shape, and then it was also, well, creatively, it didn't make any sense. We didn't have really a creative plan involved. But this year it makes sense? But, but this year makes sense. I'm going to tell y'all what really happened. And I don't even have to get the, the bad sheet shit or anything. Last year, they told The Rock, you can fight Roman, but Cody's also going to fight Roman. You're going to fight Roman night one. Cody's going to fight him night two. You're going to lose to Roman night one. Cody's going to beat him night two. And immediately The Rock was like, nah, that ain't going to work for me. That ain't going to work for me. Can't do it. You know how I know that's actually what happened? Read the reports that's been coming out since Friday night. The Rock is now pushing 
to be champion over Roman. This is why so many fans are having problems with this. And to the fans that are supporting this match and love this match and think this this is always what we wanted anyway, don't speak for me. I did not want this match. I never wanted this fucking match because I know what this match is going to physically be. The problem with this shit is that it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good. I personally don't think this is a better match, and that is the fucking problem with people. I keep hearing it's bigger. I haven't heard one fucking person on any platform say this match is going to be an actual better fucking match. I haven't heard one fucking person say Roman versus Rock is going to be 30 minutes of a classic battle. I haven't heard one person. That's what the fuck I'm invested in. Fuck the storyline. Can you get to a fucking match and make it happen? I watched NXT tonight. I found fucking four of the five matches on his court. Perfect. Some were chaotic. Some were just technical wrestling. Some was just over the top. Some was bloody. But it fucking fit. It was a match at the end of the fucking day. I haven't heard one person sit up here and tell me on any of these fucking platforms say that this is a better match. Every fucking body knows it's bigger. Nobody cares about bigger. The Rock is going to draw money. Great. Roman's a top champion. Awesome. Y'all are going to go to WrestleMania and watch this match. And it's literally going to be Roman with a long-ass entrance. The Rock with a long-ass entrance. A long-ass announcement. They're going to sit in the ring. They're going to look at each other. They're going to do the little WrestleMania shit. Look around. Get the light bulbs popping. And then you're going to be watching a match for 15 minutes and being like, this shit is fucking boring. This is fucking boring. Like, it, you, I can see it already. And the people that love this match and can't wait to watch it, and this is their dream match, the problem with dreams is that they come reality at some point. And y'all are going to get y'all reality, and it's going to be a slap in the fucking face. Just like this decision is a slap in the face to all of the people that have literally watched this story for two years. And I want people to understand something. Really, three years. Because Cody came back at WrestleMania 38, and the logical person after he beat Seth Rollins to fight was Roman Reigns. You forced Roman to keep the title last year, Vince. And now you're forcing this motherfucker to go to WrestleMania again to fight Rock. The Rock, it's even worse. This is why it's worse. Is that The Rock is sitting on a board of WWE. So when you sit there and say that creative didn't have any plans last year and it didn't make any sense to really fight because you wasn't in ring shape and it creatively it just didn't work. What you're really saying is they were going to make me fight Roman and I was going to lose and I couldn't have that. Nah, that's, that's not, that's, that's not for me. I can't, I, I can't, I can't have that happen. 
Nobody has said this match is going to be better. Nobody said this match is going to be a 30-minute classic. Nobody said this match is going to be the best main event of WrestleMania history. Everybody is saying this shit off of what you have pictured in your head. What you have pictured in your head is that The Rock and Roman Reigns are just the top guy and it makes sense and awesome. But here's the problem. Eventually, they got to get in the ring. And they got to fucking wrestle. And that is where the fucking dilemma lies. Because I can literally count all of the title matches that Roman Reigns has had this time, this reign that I actually can say was great matches. The first two matches with Jay. The first two matches with Jay. Uh, Clash at the Castle with Drew McIntyre. Um... His first match with Kevin Owens for the title in the in the uh, pandemic. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. That's six fucking matches out of a three and a half year reign. There, oh, and Daniel Bryan and Edge. So that's seven fucking matches. Seven fucking matches out of a three and a half year reign. And <laughs> out of a three and a half year reign, he's had seven fucking matches that have actually been good. Y'all know it like I know. This match is going to be slow. It's going to be methodical paced. The Rock could barely breathe and he's beating up Jinder Mahal's and Austin Theories. He can barely go in a little quick match. You expect this motherfucker to really work 30 minutes. The last time The Rock had a fucking match actual long match was Wrestlemania 29 John Cena the man tore his pelvis 10 minutes into the match (laughs) the man tore his pelvis 10 minutes into the fucking match they had 20 extra minutes to go they had 20 minutes to go in the match this nigga tore his pelvis in 10 minutes. I'm supposed to sit up here and think this match is going to be good. Everybody wants to continue to scream, but it's money. It makes sense. It made sense two years ago. It even made sense a little bit last year. This shit don't make sense right now, man. And it don't fit the story. And the problem I got with people that continuously act like that, like, the problem that I have with people right now with this situation is that people keep acting like, like we don't want to see the match. Again, I'm not y'all. I don't think we need to see this fucking match. I personally think it should wait a year. Have the Rock and Roman fight the next fucking year. It makes more sense. More storyline can be built in it. More of a progression towards what Solo really leans towards. It's the way you do it to us. The Rock comes out. No words was mentioned except Cody Rhodes saying, technically, I'm not fighting you at WrestleMania. That's all the fuck we heard. I'm not fighting you at WrestleMania. Even though I've earned the right to fight you, I said I want to fight you. I'm coming for you. I'm coming to take the title, but I'm not going to fight you at WrestleMania. You did all that just to say, I'm not going to fight you at WrestleMania, though. What the fuck you run around Rumble for? The other dumbass logic that people keep saying is The Rock. 
said he wanted to fight Roman and he chose to fight Roman the that day at the Royal Rumble. He signed on the dotted line that he wants to fight Roman Reigns. So you're telling me the Friday, that 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 Wednesday, Thursday, when you became a part of the board, you realize, oh shit, I got more power now. I can pretty much control whatever the fuck happens in this match. Fuck the match. I can control what the fuck happens with the storyline. I have seen everybody try to defend this shit. And every single person that is trying to defend this shit is making it worse. Stop trying to push some fucking narrative that this is better. It's not. It's money related. And even that is not good. Because WrestleMania was already sold the fuck out. This isn't good. You got what you wanted, though, which is the press to stop talking about Vince. Well, you got what you wanted. But I don't think The Rock, and I, I just, before I got on here, I saw somebody say, it's The Rock tone deaf because he's still promoting the match. Like, the crowd is still just going to fuck with you. And this is another thing about The Rock, man. As a person that grew up in the Attitude Era, that grew up watching The Rock, that just did my top 10 greatest wrestlers, and The Rock is on it. I cannot sit here and tell y'all how fucked up it feels to have somebody that you actually do believe is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time come out of nowhere and literally snake somebody else's spot just because you got a little bit more power now. I hope it's a work. I really fucking do. I, I really do. But the way Cody looked Friday night, man, they told him that day that, A, the plan is that we're going with Rock and Roman now. Sorry. We, we can't do nothing about it because The Rock has more creative control than Triple H do. Sorry. You can see it in the fuck man face, bro. That's what the fuck we're mad about. It's the fact that you literally, you literally let this man win the Royal Rumble. 50% of the people that don't want Cody to go and finish his story are just Roman fans because you know if he goes to fight Roman, he's beating Roman. I don't give a fuck what you want to say. Roman is unbeatable. He's unbeatable. Roman is losing that title to Cody. Roman is losing that title to Cody. Point blank fucking period. He's losing the title to Cody. There is nobody else. Fuck The Rock. There is nobody else that makes the fucking title better if he beats Roman. There is nobody. Not Randy Orton. Not AJ Styles. Not LA Knight. Not Seth Rock. Nobody pushes the title more than a top-level babyface like Cody Rose. You can fucking hate it. And some of you do. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, you don't give this man this type of storyline for three years. Just for you to sit there and then say, fuck you. Which makes it even worse because the man went back to back. You know how hard it is to go back to back Raw Rumble wins? We have two-time Raw Rumble winners. We don't have back to fucking Roy Rumble Women. You winners. I, you know how hard that shit is? 
They have they haven't had a back to back Royal Rumble winner in twenty six fucking years. Get that shit through y'all heads. The last person that did it was Stone Cold Steve Austin. You know how stupid that shit sounds when you look at how that shit went. He won in ninety seven. He didn't even fight for the title in ninety seven at WrestleMania. He fought Bret Hart. The next year is when he fought for the title at WrestleMania. WrestleMania fourteen against Shawn Michaels. You know how dumb that shit sounds? You wasted an entire Royal Rumble just so the Rock can finally have his moment? Which I just said also plays into next year. This match makes more sense next year. You can build a storyline out. You can get Solo to start feeling a little bit like, I don't really fuck with Roman. Sums off with this situation. The fact of the matter is, man, WWE, and, and I keep seeing people say, well, they can easily fix it. Just make it a triple threat match. The Rock don't belong in a storyline, bro. He don't belong. I don't give a fuck what y'all want to say. This is why I keep saying the Bloodline storyline has lost its luster for a while now. And the worst part about it is, is that y'all going to force a match on us. Because it's what casuals want. Or it's what these so-called Roman Reigns fans think is best for them. It's not be- See, that's the key. It's not best for business. It's best for you. If you like Roman, then you think he's going to beat The Rock. And The Rock and the Roman keeps the title for the next time alone. But the problem with that is, is that he's not beating The Rock. And now Twitter's really going to go fucking nuts. Because not only did you fuck over the title, not only did you completely fuck the storyline up, injecting yourself, you took the title away from the man when you ain't even a part of this fucking story. You are making this shit all worse. And I I think people are are delusional. As much as I fuck with The Rock, man, as much as The Rock is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, as much as The Rock is a fucking talking son of a bitch, you don't work right now. You don't work. What makes it even worse is the fact that you literally knew you just used your power that you just got Thursday fucking morning to just snake the fucking man. And that is even worse. You forced a match on us that, yeah, some people might want, but a lot of us don't. The overwhelming majority of people don't want this match. Like I said, man, you got what you wanted. You wanted uh, Vince News out the media, uh, the media circuit? Congratulations. Now I keep seeing people say, oh, y'all don't know about the story. It's just about to get good. It's about to be the long game. All that shit sounds nice, bro, but again, I'm one of those, I got to see it to believe it. And I just saw what y'all did. What makes me think you're going to do anything different? Yes, the overwhelming support of Cody has literally tripled in like 48 hours since then. But at the end of the day, we all know WWE cares about one thing, money. And at the end of the day, yeah, we're going to get the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. The problem with that is, is that the match is going to happen. And it's going to be literally the worst match in WrestleMania main event history. Because Roman Reigns matches 
are fucking boring. We already know this. And the fact of the matter is now, you don't have anybody coming out to fucking something to make this match go faster. Which makes it even worse. Because now you're just relying on a rock to have his stamina up to fucking wrestle 30 minutes when I know he probably isn't. And then on top of that, Roman like slow-paced matches. It's a fucking terrible decision. Like, I don't give a fuck about the match. I don't give a fuck about them. The match is what the fucking problem is. I don't give a fuck about how y'all dream fails. I don't give a fuck. Reality's about to hit you. And what reality's going to show you is that, fuck, this match is boring. And you know what the fucking problem with this is? Is that all you motherfuckers that want to see this match, every single one of you going to be the first ones that jump on Axe X after the fucking match is over and say, man, that was boring as fuck. That was stupid. It didn't make any sense. No shit. It didn't make any fucking sense because it doesn't make fucking sense. I'm tired of people trying to make this shit make sense. It doesn't. The only reason why it makes sense is the tribal chief. And guess what? Roman's not the champion. You still do the match. Which goes back to what the fuck I started this with. Why the fuck did you have Cody lose last year? What the fuck was the point of having Cody lose last fucking year? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. But to the fans that really want this match, I'm happy for you. I, I really am. I really am. I'm not being sarcastic or anything. I'm being dead ass serious. I'm happy for you. I hope you enjoy the fuck out this match. This match. I want you to love it. I'm going to cover it still. I got to watch it. I'm going to watch it. But I'm also going to be very serious about this and say, this is going to end badly for WWE. You made the Roman Reigns title reign look like stupidity because... As much as people want to sit out here and say Roman buried Seth this Friday night, Seth spoke truths also Monday night, which is that's the politicking title. It's the Hollywood title. It's the ones that really don't do shit, but yet got the title part-time title. It's the title that you can continuously say is the title, but yet nobody really shows up and defends the fucking title. Everything that y'all keep screaming about say, oh, you barely said. But also what people don't also understand is why I say also Elimination Chamber got fucked over. Because what the fuck do you do with Drew McIntyre now? You just gave us the WrestleMania match that you was going to give him at WrestleMania with Sami Zayn. Nobody's rerunning that shit. You're not rerunning that title match. So now it even makes it even worse that Drew's been doing all of this fucking promo work, doing amazing right now, having an amazing heel run right now. And then out of nowhere, you snaked him, and he doesn't have a title match now at WrestleMania. What the fuck is the point? The Rock is fucked. The Rock could post as many tweets and Instagrams to talk about how electrifying it was to be back out there and all that shit. I even watched the Rock promo after the match, after, after SmackDown went off. I watched it just to see what he was going to say. He said absolutely fucking nothing. What he literally said was, Alabama, Magic City, hey, we made history tonight. You made history tonight. Bro, this is not politics. I don't give a fuck if you know what 
Alabama's famous for. I don't give a fuck. Explain to me why the fuck you're here now. <laughs> explain that shit. Like, yo, you got to explain this. WWE now is starting to post this shit and trying to, like, I guess they are real. They know, they know the press is on their ass, and they know that people are on their ass. They not stupid. They know this shit. They're realizing this. I saw the new uh, Brian, whatever. He also was like, y'all got to just wait for the long game. It's going Here's the problem with fans nowadays. We've been patient with Cody for so long that now you fucked us over. We don't want to be patient no more. You better explain this shit. That's really what the problem is. Is that nobody is explaining this shit. Cody just gave up his WrestleMania. It looks bad with the optics and then the fact that Cody just looks like he just got fucking told. Yeah, kid, listen. You're not fighting Roman again at WrestleMania. We're going to give you a match against him, just not at WrestleMania. I won the Raw Rumble. Yeah, I know you won the Raw Rumble, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry. The Rock. You see, The Rock owns now a percentage of WWE. He's on a board. He has more power. Yeah, we're going to run with him, even though we all know this match is going to be <laughs> five minutes long, maybe. Yeah. I said 10. He, John said 10. 10 minutes. Like, <laughs> it's like, yo, this shit is bad bro like it's it's bad the octave of it is fucking terrible tomorrow night on monday night raw they've already announced that cody rose gonna be in a match and he's gonna fight and that's awesome but the fucking fact of the matter is is wwe and this is where this is where the problem lies because i really do think nobody really knows what the fuck was gonna happen and then The Rock just pops up, and now he's in the match. Now he's in the storyline with, with Rock and with Roman and Cody. And now it's, it's shifting to the Tribal Chief conversation. It's just like, it's bad, man. But again, man, to the fans that want this match, man, and keep screaming, we've wanted this match for a long time. I truly believe that y'all have to see the reality. I, I'm happy you getting this match because I can physically tell you that it's not going to end like you think. This match is going to end like a nightmare because even if it's a really good 30-minute classic, fans are going to boo this shit. Why? Because nobody wants it. You made fans that really have been invested into this storyline even more against the product. All the reports have been coming out. The Rock saying he wants to save WrestleMania because all of the in, because CM Punk got hurt and Brock Lesnar's not there anymore. It makes it even sounds even stupider. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. WWE cannot spin out of this quick enough. They need to. The doubling down on this is making it even fucking worse. And that's why I fucking feel like a lot of people are stupid. Do not double down on this. Listen to the people, bro. This is making them even more outraged. And yeah, you can probably say, well, technically, we were never. 
No. Do not double down on this. Get the fuck out of it while you can. The Rock better sit his ass back and just say, you know what? I get it. I understand. For the people, I'm going to let it go. I will fight Roman next year. Perfect. The problem with this is, is everybody's doubling down. They're trying to say, oh, it's the long game, and you don't understand, and I... The Rock literally put on his shit. P.S. I got tough skin. Love the passion. You are fucking tone deaf, dude. You are fucking dumb. You're dumb. Like, <laughs> you're stupid. You literally put P.S. P.S. I got tough skin. Love the passion. You don't understand how extremely stupid that sounds. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, this is... Oh, my God. Like, WWE's going to really fuck their own brand up in just two months since they... Yo, TKO... People going to... Listen. I can't wait for this match. I can't wait. I fucking can't wait. I can't wait to see what they're going to do. I can't wait. Because I need you to understand something. Fully understand something. This match is either going to crash and burn in five minutes. And I'm not hoping The Rock get injured. But I'm pretty sure he's probably going to get injured. Why? Because he's having wrestled a full-length match in a fucking decade. You're 51 years old. You haven't been in a fucking match in fucking a decade? And I'm supposed to sit back and think the first match you have is against Roman Reigns and WrestleMania? You're going to be super hyped. You're going to fuck yourself up. That is why, though, this match is going to end so bad, bro. And it's just, and I can see it now. Cancel WWE. Fuck WWE. Fuck The Rock. Fuck and again, and also, man, I want people to also stop trying to put Triple H into this shit. This is not a Triple H decision. There is no way in hell Triple H wants this. Triple H actually wanted Cody to finish the story last year. That's how fucking stupid this is. Vince ruled him out and, and took the... Roman needs to break the record. He, wa he wants to get to a thousand days. Okay, to y'all that want this record shit so bad, there's a new record that was just established. Cody Rhodes went back-to-back. Back. There's never been a person in 26 years to go back-to-back. Back. The last three people that have won Raw Rumbles back-to-back has been Shawn, Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Half of them dudes are on people's Mount Rushmore wrestlers. Cody Rhodes just toppled, just joined them. The only man, the four men that have only went back-to-back, back, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Shawn Michaels, and Hulk Hogan, all Hall of Famers, all have been champions. But yet, ah, Cody can wait till next year. I can't wait to see when Cody wins the Royal Rumble for a third consecutive year. What the fuck y'all going to say? Because then it's really going to be a fucking problem. Oh, my God. Man, fuck this story. Some of y'all don't like Cody because he's the new version of John Cena. So y'all already don't like him because he's John Cena. But most of us that actually know how this shit is going to play out is that 
Cody needs to win. Cody needs to beat Roman. And at the end of the day, man, for anybody that's sitting up here and trying to tell me that this is a better match, then fuck bigger. I don't care. I don't care if it's box office. Fuck your box office. And since you said that this match is box office and the rocks in it, it's going to flop. And it's going to flop bad. And I cannot wait. Because y'all are pining for this match. And I'm going to be sitting back and watching this match on WrestleMania Sunday night. And I'm going to fucking laugh. Because it's going to end. This shit might last 10 minutes. <laughs> this shit might last like 10, 15 fucking minutes, bro. This shit is going to, oh my God. It's going to last like 10, 15 minutes. And this, and most of that shit, it's going to be entrance. <laughs> it's going to be, oh my God. But I just wanted to get into that. Like, oh my God. I spent most of this fucking episode on that. But let's get into it, man. WWE NXT Vengeance Day just happened. Like I said, it just went off damn near 30, 40 minutes ago. <laughs> it's been some classes, man. Y'all know how I do this rating review shit, man. I go from my least favorite match to my most favorite match on the card. Like I said, man, this was amazing. I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I got at least one, two, three, four. I'm going to go five. So I got like five five-star matches. One, two, three, four, five. I got five five-star matches out of six. So let's get into it. My sixth, which is my least favorite match, was... The mixed six-man tag match, the family versus OTM, out the mud. Um, I gave it three and a half stars. It was good. It was decent. I thought it was okay. It was it was a good match. Um, I like Jay Parker. Uh, and she, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah. Um, but now the match was really good, man. The match was okay. The match was good. It was decent. Um. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was a good match. I'm not I'm not too I'm not too keen on six people tags. I hate them bitches to be honest with you. I don't care if it's mixed or not. I just don't like six people tags. It's 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 not for me. I especially if it's not an actual like thing. Like it like what what the fuck was the match for? Like I don't understand it. Like I watched NXT and I get it. But, like, this could have been for the tag team titles, the family versus OTM. It would have been a great title match between them two. I know they fought for the titles, I think, just recently. But this would have been a perfect rematch, and it would have made more sense. Um, and that probably would have gotten me five stars. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of, of the mixed tag matches, and also I'm not a fan of six people tag matches. The, uh, the trio tag match, yeah, I'm not a fan of them bitches. Um, the only one I've ever liked is literally Roman in the Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre and Rated RKO. That was like the best six-man tag match I've ever probably fucking seen. Because it, it just, it's too much shit. Especially if you're going to have it on a long time period. It's too much shit going on and you can't really figure it out. So, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. It wasn't a really, it was a good match though. I'm not going to sit there and lie. Like, I like the, like the match, but... Wasn't my favorite. Yeah, I gave it three and a half stars. Then, uh, uh, yeah, OTM, family, cool. Um, and again, Jay Park. <laughs> uh, um, <let's> get, <laughs> like I said, I got like 
five five-star matches. So let's get into it, man. My least favorite five-star match on the card was um holy shit. Uh Lara Vicaria and Roxy Perez, which turned into like a triple threat match with Lola Vice. It actually got better as it, and yeah, it actually got better when Lola Vice got in there. Because to be honest with you, this is gonna probably be one of my last matches. I actually was gonna say this is probably a, a three star match until Lola Vice got into it, and then that's when the pace really actually picked up because it felt like they were kind of waiting for something to, to happen. And then when she got in the match, the pace picked up. But from the beginning to the end, uh, the beginning was kind of slow. It was sluggish. It was slow. It was uh, – I don't like slow, methodical matches if it don't pick up. And that's my biggest problem if you just heard what I just said about the Rock and Roman. I don't like slow, methodical fucking matches, man. It's boring. It fucking takes forever. You go – you start wandering the fuck off. Like, oh, this shit's boring. But like I said, when the pace got picked up when Lola Vice came out there, it was when it actually made an actual uh, good match. That triple threat match was fire. If they actually would have done that just at the beginning, it probably would have got... I would have probably had it at probably my favorite match of the night, I'm going to be honest with you, because it was actually really fucking good once she got into the match. But as it was constructed, you know, Lola Vicaria versus Roxy Perez, it was, it was decent. It just took forever. And that's it. Like, but I gave it five stars because of the ending. The triple threat match was fucking fantastic. Like that shit was good. But because of the ending, it drags it down. So yeah, it's five stars, but it's just not the full. Like I couldn't, I couldn't put it over the other five star matches that I saw tonight. My other five star match is Obafemi versus Dra- Dragon Lee for the uh, the North American NXT Championship. Um, I gave it five stars clearly. Obafemi and Dragon Lee, they they mash well together. Like I was like, holy shit, this is actually really good. Um, excuse me. I like this match. It was really good. It was really decent. Obafemi kind of got his 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 uh. This might be like his first like this was his first title defense. Um, I I think you now move up Dragon Lee. I think you kind of move him to SmackDown. It makes no sense to have him in NXT if he's not gonna be the champion. I mean, maybe you have him fight Obafemi one more time. Maybe at Stand and Deliver. Maybe at Roadblock. Because I know Roadblock is next. Maybe you have him fight at Roadblock. Maybe some, you know, I would say last man standing match. That's a little crazy for Dragon Lee to be in with Obafemi. But <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. That nigga literally picked his ass up and threw him through a chair. He didn't choke slam him. This nigga threw his ass through the chair. Um, <laughs> nigga threw his ass through the chair. I was like, God damn! That nigga, just, that nigga threw that nigga through the chair. I was like, Oh no, 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 no! Oh hell no! Nah, that ain't nah, man. But uh, maybe one more match, Roadblock, <laughs> and um, yeah, then move Dragon Lee up to SmackDown. Move him up because he's already he's already been on the main roster. You know how to use him. Move him to SmackDown. Let him get embroiled into the, uh, the LWO, uh, Legato Fantasmo uh, rivalry fully. Take Carlito's spot as the leader of the, the the LWO, and we can move on from there. But, yeah, it was five stars, though. Obafemi is a beast. Um, I still feel like he still needs to learn some more shit. Uh, before he, for what he can do in the ring right now, it's going to work. Until he has to evolve his game when he, fight somebody that can actually evolve 
that's going to force him to evolve. Dragon Lee was a good opponent to start with. But when he starts to fight guys that can just go in the ring, like, not Dragon Lee, but guys that can really go in the ring, like Okada, <laughs> yeah, you might need to step it up another level. So, yeah, but this was a good match. I, I liked it very much. I liked the ending. The fact it got, it got good at the end. It was good all around. I thought it was a really good match, but it just, it just, it's a five star match. It's a five star match. Uh, my other five star match on the card was fuck. I like a lot of these. These, these next three are hard to, to cipher. These motherfuckers. Um. I really like that match. I'm not gonna go that. Um, uh, my my first uh, match. Um. Oh fuck it. Is the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Final, which was Whoop Dogs. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> Brian Breaker, um, Barry Corbin versus Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes. It's five stars. Um, some miscues in this match. I mean, it was the first match of the night, so it was a lot of miscues. I mean, the ropes were kind of a little shaky. I mean, Brian, uh, Brian Breaker almost killed his fucking self. Like, <laughs> almost fucking decapitated his fucking head off his shoulders. Like, that dude, shit was wild. Like, ooh, fuck no. Cut his face and every damn thing. But the match itself was fucking fantastic. Like, you cannot have a match with those four wrestlers and not... You know what's crazy is I hated Baron Corbin when he was on the main roster. I did not like him. Thought he was terrible. I actually thought it was good when he was the long wolf. And then when they fucked him over with the money in the bank, it just, just never recovered him. But now that he's in NXT and he's doing what he's doing, I actually think he should get a title run in NXT. I know he lost to Elena Dragunov earlier, but I would not mind seeing him with a title run, like a single title run in NXT before he gets probably moved back up to the main roster. Um, but yeah, this match was fantastic, man. Uh, like I said, a couple, couple, couple miscues, but for the most part, man, um, it was good. <laughs> it was fucking good. Um, Wolf Dogs took it. Obviously, but um, and I can't wait to see what they're gonna them versus the family. Maybe at Roadblock, maybe at Stand and Deliver. Uh, me personally, I would have um, Brian Breaker is clearly going to Raw, and he's clearly going to fight at WrestleMania. So I don't know how you maneuver this, uh, with the situation, but um, maybe he stays another month before he really does go to the main roster, but I don't think you give him by April, he should be on the main roster fully, and um, yeah. Um, but the match was really good, man. That was an amazing match. Um, my second to, my second to uh, best match on the card was also five stars. And that is the Joe Gacy versus Dodgic no disqualification match. This shit was just fun. It, it was fun. Like, it was fun to watch it. Dodgic has been that dude. Dajakovic has been that dude since he was fighting Keith Lee for the North American Championship back in the day. Like, the man is that dude. He can go in the ring, man. I've never seen Joe, K Joe Gacy fight anyone, 
So to see him actually in his match and him fighting and actually was giving it to Dodgic in his match, it was fucking awesome. Like, this match was funny. It was fun to watch. They had some table spots. They had motherfucking put Legos on a table. Dodger literally jumped from, like, the ring to, like, the table outside. It was like, oh, my God, it was amazing to watch this match, man. It was a really good match, man. An amazing match. The man literally torpedoed him with a trash can on his head. Perfect fucking match. It was, <laughs> it was fucking amazing, man. Um, but, yeah. But it's just not my favorite match because y'all already know what my favorite match is, man. If you don't know, it was the WWE NXT title match between Ilya Dragunov and Trick Williams, man. That was my five-star match, man. Um, Ilya Dragunov, I don't know who he drops the NXT title to. I have no idea because that man need to be on the main roster. They don't need to Tyler bait him. They need to put him on the main roster and fucking ASAP. They need to get this man a, tie, a main roster run. I don't know how you do it, but you need to get him a main roster run. But this match was amazing. Trick Williams, man, put it. He 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 looked. I like these types of matches because he looked like, oh shit, he's overwhelmed at first. Like, holy fuck, like I don't know if I can really get this title from this man. I don't know if I can beat him. And as the match progresses, he's starting to kick it in. He's starting to have his moments. He's starting to kick, and it felt like damn and at the end of it man i like the, the this was a good rough spot it was a good match it made sense like i said the ending of carmelo hayes portraying trick williams which i've seen so many people be like carmelo hayes didn't didn't do nothing to trick and now you're like oh fuck <laughs> um i don't know if they fight a standard deliver i have no idea um uh, i have no clue um Trick pretty much did a number on his knee. I don't know if you fight at standing the liver. If he comes back in two months, then great. But Camilo Hayes is probably already going to be on the main roster by then. Um, or maybe, because I didn't see him on SmackDown, but I know he's been pretty much on SmackDown frequently. So he might be on the main roster by the time you look up. But I would not mind seeing these two fight on the main roster. Why has got to be on NXT? Um, I think it would be perfect on the main roster. But Illinois Dragon off Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes are all gonna be on the main roster by the time we look up. Um All in all, man, the WWE NXT Vengeance Day was amazing. It was a good fucking pay-per-view. Like from top to fucking bottom, from the beginning to the end, this was a good fucking pay-per-view. Like I I I I I, I truly enjoyed watching this shit. It kinda made me feel like I was back watching a black and gold brand. Well, I did not miss a takeover. Once I really got invested into NXT, that kind of felt like that tonight. It felt like that tonight. It felt like, damn, NXT kind of feels like the black and gold brand. But, yeah, man, this was a good pay-per-view, man. And like I said, uh, next time I'll be doing this will be Standard Deliver. Yeah. Uh, Standard Deliver will be the next time I do this. But until next time, man, this is Wrestling Life. Um... WWE tomorrow night is going to be fucking interesting. Because they were booing the rock at NXT tonight. Like, the crowd was booing the rock at NXT tonight. They went from his... And they were kind of booing his daughter, which is the craziest shit. They were kind of booing his daughter. Like, yeah, WWE's got to fix this. They got to fix this. I don't know how you fix it. You keep saying this, that this is a long game, long game. But what you're doing to the fans is again you're making them wait 
and be patient for some shit that they see is already fixed. Cody won the Raw Rumble, and now you're telling us we're not getting that match at all, so stop stop asking for it. It's stupid. They got to fix this, and they got to fix this tomorrow. Till next time, man. I am Brandon Janu. This is Wrestling Life. Peace.